Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host, and I'm very thankful for the fact that you are joining us today. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles, turn to the book of Genesis. I'll find my place there as well in just a moment. We are asking a question on the broadcast and answering the question, what deceived Lot. Now, Lot was Abram or Abraham's nephew. I'll use Abram and Abraham interchangeably. And we're going to dive into what destroyed all of Lot's relationships, the husband and wife relationship, the father-daughter, the father-child relationship, the child of God and God relationship, all of which were really rended and torn and just absolutely ripped apart what deceived Lot and what caused this to happen. We're going to look at that today. Before we dive in, I've got to tell you about a gospel tract. I'm holding in my hand a gospel tract called Coupon Faith. This particular gospel tract is uh, an interesting one. It has on the front, it says 100% off, best deal ever. Claim it now. The goal of a gospel tract, of course, is to catch people's eye, to catch their attention. And this gospel tract does a good job of that. Let me tell you a very quick little anecdote about this gospel tract. Of course, not too long ago, we had Mother's Day and all those things, and my daughters, they're uh, almost five and three now, Emmy and Lucy. M- many of you have heard them on the program before. I'm excited about the fact that we now have the video portion of this broadcast uh, up and running because, Lord willing, in the near future, I'll have them back on the broadcast and you can actually see them if you watch or listen on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, all those things. But anyway, Emmy and Lucy were very intent and very concerned that we get some flowers for their mother. They love going shopping. All things shopping are just one of their most favorite pastimes and activities. And so we went to a local flower shop in our little hometown here, and we picked some out. And of course, there was something missing from that nice bouquet of flowers. It was in a mason jar, looked very vintage and beautiful arrangement there that was well done. They wanted to add some of those little fake butterflies to it. And so they each picked out a butterfly. So there were two butterflies and we filled out the card and all those things. And we paid for it and all those reasonably priced. It was it was very well done. So we walk out and we get to the car. The parking was a good bit away from the front door. We get to the car and Emmy looks at me and she says, Dad, do we have a gospel tract? Did we give that lady a gospel tract? And I'm immediately smote to the heart. I'm immediately just convicted. You're right, Emmy. I was so busy riding herd on these two uh, heathens, these two fun-loving girls. And they were looking all over the place at the candy and the chocolates and the flowers and everything. And I just wanted them to pick some flowers and let's go back home, right? Give these to your mom. I was so concerned about that, that I didn't give the lady a gospel tract. And in my pocket... I was almost out of gospel tracks. There was no gospel track that I wanted to give that person, meaning I just didn't have a good one for that circumstance. I had a gospel track called Peace in Terminal Illness. I even had a, a Christmas gospel track still on me, but I needed to refill. And so I started looking around the car. We had just gotten to the car. I start looking around and one of the few gospel tracks I had left, I had given them all out except for just a few of Coupon Faith, the gospel tract I'm holding in my hand right now. Coupon Faith, the Gift of Eternity. In the inside this gospel tract, it talks about a young mother that's at a cash register, and she uses a bunch of coupons, and she saves herself a great amount of money. And it uses that illustration to talk about another coupon, if you will, that you and I received for 
eternal life. I'm going to encourage you to go to BibleTracksInc.org, get your very own copy of Coupon Faith. Maybe this would be a great gospel track for you to give the cashier at Walmart, or maybe for you to give the uh, the person that gives you your blizzard at Dairy Queen or something like that, right? Maybe at Burger King, you name it. This would be a great gospel track for that. Go to BibleTracksInc.org. You can get it for free today. Very quickly, before we dive into the book of Genesis and answer the question, what deceived Lot? What caused him to become a spiritual casualty? Let me invite you, October 1st, that's a Saturday, October 1st, I'd love to see you at our grand opening. I'm sitting right now in the control room of Paul Levine Studios. It's a special spot in our building where we record radio broadcasts, we produce some music and some different things like that, and I'm going to encourage you to come see what we do here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. Realize, Bible Tract Echoes has been on the air since 1957, 1958 or thereabouts, and to this point, we're now at a place where we have well over 100 different radio stations that it plays on from coast to coast and across sea to shining sea in Liberia and Antigua and all over the place. Internationally, it plays as well, not to mention all the internet radio stations it plays on as well that go beyond our American borders. But realize that the mother ministry, the foundational ministry that Bible Tract Echoes sits upon is called Bible Tracks Incorporated. And that ministry has been around for over eight decades, 80 plus years since 1938. I'm going to encourage you to come to our grand opening very soon. Greatly appreciate the fact that you are listening today. Let's turn in our Bibles to the book of Genesis. We've talked for the past couple of days about what deceived Lot. We encouraged you to look at and ask the question, let's ask Lot about the greener grass. Ask Lot about the greener grass. We realize, first of all, that Lot's eyes deceived him. He saw that green grass in the plains of Jordan near Sodom, and he wanted that. He wanted the business opportunities. He wanted the riches. He wanted the goodness that came with that. But beyond that, not only did his eyes deceive him, but his esteem deceived him. That pride of place, the power, the interesting uh, opportunities that come with being highly esteemed, well, Lot wanted that. He ended up in the chief, the main gate of Sodom. Now, that was a place that no God-fearing individual should have been. He should not have been in Sodom, but his eyes deceived him. His esteem deceived him. His enjoyment deceived him. If there's any place in the Bible that you could call a Las Vegas of the Bible, a sin city, Sodom and Gomorrah would be that place. And his enjoyment, I'm sure his wife's enjoyment, the shopping, I'm sure was phenomenal. I'm sure the opportunities for his children in the metropolitan complex of Sodom were great. But his enjoyment, if he could go back and do it all over again, he would have said, fooey on the enjoyment, I need to do the right thing. His eyes, his esteem, his enjoyment, Lot's enemies deceived him. You see, those who say they are your friend are not necessarily your friend. Turn your Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 19. Genesis 19 verses 4 through 8. I I almost hate to bring this back up, but it bears mentioning. You realize he had done business with the men of Sodom. He had done uh, business deals. He had shaken the hands of. He He had been a friend to the men of Sodom. And this is how they treat him. 
two angels come into Sodom and he greets them. Lot does, and he invites them over to his house. Now I'm hazard a guess that Lot invited them to his house because he knew what would happen if he didn't. And this ends up coming to be Genesis 19, verse number four. But before they lay down, meaning the people of the house, Lot, and those two gentlemen, those angels unawares that came to him, before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round about, both old and young, all the people from every corner. And they called unto Lot, said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them. And Lot went out at the door unto them, and shut the door after him, and said, I, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold, now I have two daughters, which have not known men. Let me, I, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. Think about that. Lot offered his two virgin daughters to these men, these heinous, these wicked, these evil, these atrocious men who wanted to brutalize his guests. He offered his daughters for the same purpose. What, a, what could cause someone to fall that far? Well, his enemies deceived him. I, I think as Lot stood out on that doorstep, he would have traded those sodomites surrounding his house for his uncle's employees complaining about another issue in a heartbeat. Remember what led him here? Abraham's employees, his herdsmen, and Lot's herdsmen, they're both rich people. There's not enough watering area. There's not enough grazing area for both uh, flocks, the, the very rich men. And, and there was a war going on, a strife going on. And Abraham gives him a choice. You go to the left, I'll go right. You go right, I'll go left. And Lot chose to go towards Sodom. I think as he stood there, I wonder if he looked back and thought, I've got business partners in this crowd. I've got golfing buddies in this crowd. Some people he had probably had over for dinner. Now they're beating down his door to rape those men. Or, if Lot had his way, to have their way with his daughters. If you haven't figured it out by now, the enemy, the world, they like to keep you close. They like to keep their talons and keep their claws in you so that they can control you. I think of Exodus 8 verse 28. Pharaoh said, I will let you go that ye may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only ye shall not go very far away. So Pharaoh, when he was told by Moses, let my people go, he said, oh, I'll let you go, but just don't go too far. Stay close. Why is it that the world would want to keep you close? Well, friend, when you rub against something, you think of uh, when I'm standing in a suit coat, and uh, if I see a wet paint sign, you know what I do? I stay away from that wall that has wet paint on it. I don't sit on benches with wet paint when I'm, when I'm in clothes, when I'm in nice clothes, right? Why? Because... Every, every time you do, something there ends up on you. Can I tell you, when you rub too close to the world, when you get too close to the, the world, the flesh and the devil, the pride of life, oh, it rubs off on you, my friend. How similar is that to some people in your life right now? Some people that may say, oh, go ahead and do what God wants you to do, but just don't go too far. Oh, they congratulate you on being sober. 
for a week or two or three or four. But the next time the, the game come, comes on, the next time they're going out with friends, it's, come on, it, just have one drink. Just take one hit. Oh, we won't go very far, but stay close. Friend, there are some people you're going to need to cut off and cut out of your life. You're going to need to leave Sodom if you want to miss out on what Lot ended up in. Can I tell you, you want to miss out on the end of Lot's life. What was it that deceived him? Well, it was his eyes. It was his esteem. It was his enjoyment. It was his enemies. And tomorrow we're going to look at Lot's emotions deceived him. Join us tomorrow as we close out the week. What deceived Lot? Thank you for listening. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.